Welcome to the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, this is the place for women who want to have it all and then some. This is about mindset. This is about manifestation and everything in between. My job here is to empower you to become the queen of your world, just like you deserve to be. I'm your host, Natasha Mundy. and welcome to this week's episode of the Kiss My Crown podcast. I am your loving host, Natasha Mundy, and I am so glad to be here today. And I am so glad that you are listening today. Ah, remember, nothing is a coincidence. All right. So if you stumbled across this, you're meant to hear it. And you know, if it's part of your subscribes and it just comes up in your next to listen, you're meant to hear it. So just remember that. Nothing in this world is a coincidence. So just, you know, as we get deeper in our journeys, we start to realize that, you know, it's just the universe sending us messages that we need to hear. So what do I want to talk about today? Well, today is what I want to talk to you about is learning to love the now. And, you know, and what do I mean by that is, you know, coming from a place of appreciation of being able to let go what it is that you are manifesting and the goals that you're trying to achieve and sort of to a point of letting them go and realizing where you are now is actually fine as well. Uh, Because that really changes the energy from which you are coming from. And we're going to talk about that in this week's episode because, you know, that energy can really affect what it is you're trying to do, especially if you're coming out of a place of desperation or anything like that. And of course, as always, I speak from my own personal experience um, with this because that is how I teach. That is how I coach is from my place of experience of, you know, what I've gone through. And because, you know, I encourage any woman out there to share your story. And that's how I work. This podcast is about sharing stories because... You know, you never know who it is that you are inspiring out there. So the Kiss My Crown World, what is going on? Well, I am developing a new little mini, like a, I'm, I'm, I'm in development, I'm in development mode, creation mode. And I love that mode because I always feel really good because I have made a commitment that I am not playing fucking small anymore and I'm going after what it is that I want and having a belief that it is already fucking mine. Um, you know, like I've been dealing so much with things like imposter syndrome or this or that, and I've had enough. I've had enough. And I had a great kick in the ass by um, when I did a masterclass myself because I, I pay for coaching because I, you know, know that there is so much to learn out there. And when I invest in myself, that that reflects on my own business and so I did a masterclass the other day called Limitless and it kicked my ass in the most amazing and fabulous way um, that here we are talking about all sorts of things today because in the span of a week, I've already made these massive, massive changes. So I'm not playing small anymore. I am playing big and I'm in develop mode um, creation zone and I love it because I am creating new products to be able to launch as well which I'm so excited about I am also offering a I'm creating a free offer as well because my goal is to get this message of self-love and self-empowerment 
out to all women. And, you know, and I realize that sometimes, you know, and if I can create, you know, different levels of content, you know, from paid content to free content like this podcast, it means that I have the ability to reach more women and to empower more women and to unlock what is already inside their beautiful souls so that they can start changing the fucking world as well. So that is what I'm doing. So I'm very, very excited about it. I'm very, very excited about self-love club as well, because I am looking to expand self-love club. And by expand, what I want to be able to do is when we get some more members involved is looking at adding in additional, uh, pods, you know, like time pods so that it doesn't have to happen at this time. It can actually happen at different times because I know that people have different schedules and it would just, so that's expansion too. Expansion, expansion, expansion. That is what I'm up to in my personal life, in my business life, expansion. That is the best, best way to describe it. But let's get stuck into the topic for today. I'm sorry if you can, my chair is so squeaky and I'm so sorry if you can hear that, but you know, it is what it is. Um, it shouldn't be because it's a beautiful sort of newer chair. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. I've got my coffee in hand this morning. I'm d- drinking a delightful coffee. So I will stop to take sips because life, I want it to be hot. But I was feeling in the zone. So here we are. Here we are. So as I said, what I want to talk about today and what we're going to be you know, learning about today is the energy in which we approach our goals and our manifestations. Do you know what? I'm going to own that word. I'm going to own it because that's what I do. I manifest and I'm going to teach you how to manifest a life of your wildest dreams. So fuck, I'm not saying goals anymore. That's I'm making that here because I think before what I was doing is I was saying goals because I wasn't owning it and because I didn't want to, you know, I wanted to be more readily available to more people but at the end of the day you know maybe they're not the people who need to be listening to the podcast do you know what I mean fuck it fuck it I'm owning it right here in this moment owning it when you're working the energy in which you are wanting to manifest oh god that feels good manifest your desires is really really important and you know, and, and so what we need to do is also learn to love the now because what happens so often with when we want to manifest is that we we want to manifest, I guess, situations better than what we have now. And sometimes that can come from um, the wrong place or it can come from the wrong energy. And this is why a lot of the time manifestations can, you know, like your manifesting can fail because you're coming at it from that really really not good place, you know, from that wrong energy. And so what is wrong energy? All right. So this is what we're talking about. Sometimes, you know, maybe you want to manifest a better career or better money or this or that. And, you know, and I'm talking from my own experience here too, is that sometimes maybe that comes from, um, it can come from a place of desperation, you know, like I desperately want this. And I know that this for me, I know when it comes to my own business is that I desperately just wanted to be working just for myself. You know what I mean? Like I just, I desperately wanted that. And I, you know, and, and the same. So, so sometimes when you feel like you're coming at it with that desperate energy, 
do you think that desperate energy is an energetic match or a vibrational match for your manifestations, for your goals, for your dreams, for your desires? Oh, hell no, it's not. It is, it is not. It is, is down there on the level. You are not freak. You're not vibrating at the right frequency, you know, like to be able to get what it is that you, you want. And even if you are doing all the other work, you know, like you I'm in high vibe and I'm feeling really good and I'm, you know, living a life that I love and I'm doing all this sort of stuff is, you know, that can be like the underlying problem because you're coming at it from this place of like, but I desperately want this. I desperately want this. And, you know, like, so that actually really fucks with the vibes, right? Like it really fucks with the vibes. Um, and same with, you know, fear. A lot of the time, we can come at our manifestations with what we're manifesting um, and our dreams and our desires from a place of fear, you know, and or scarcity, definitely fear and scarcity. And I know that that's something that has hit me lately. Um, it's funny because I, I'm the type of person, I don't watch the news. I'm really funny about what it is that I can consume. But let me tell you, does this shit this fear mongering that goes on via media, fuck, it goes deep. It goes so fucking deep. And it just seems to be able to find a way to get to you, no matter how cautious that you are about this stuff. You know, like I can sit there and shut myself off to the fucking world and it will still find a way to come in. That is how powerful media is. But, you know, I guess where I'm blessed is that I have my eyes open enough to know when they are pushing something in media, you know, like you have to ask yourself why, you know, like, and they always have their own personal agendas and you can see that when they try and bring people down and all this is just, ugh, it is the ugliest, ugliest of places. I can't stand it. Um, <laughs> but what I'm saying is it does run so deep and it is so rooted in our culture and in our you know, way of lives and our conditioning is that it can really cause fear. It's scaremongering half the time and it really comes from a place of spreading a mindset of scarcity that there is not enough. There is not enough. And that is such a huge collective reflection of what is going on in the world right now when we look at going into recessions and all this sort of stuff is that, you know, like it is why, why, like just ask yourself why I don't want to be a conspiracy, you know, conspiracy theorist or anything like that, but I am, you know, the veil has been pulled back enough on me to realize why, why, who's, who's profiting from this, who's gaining from this and what are they getting from it? Because I can tell you what they're getting from it is control. All right. But anyway, (laughs) I digress a little bit here. What I'm saying though is, is that as well, when I look at some of the things that I want to manifest, like my goals and my desires, is that although whilst I have not set those goals or desires in a place of feeling fear or scarcity, is that you can get caught up along the way in it. And that's definitely what has happened to me sort of recently, as I said, like I really block myself off to a lot of that stuff, but that stuff just seeps through. And there is like a lot of this scarcity and fear mongering and, you know, like 
the feeling of not enough and that, that, you know, there's a feeling like fear of not having enough money or not being able to pay your bills or not being able to afford your rent or things like that. Like that is what the media is developing at the moment. And so it's hard not to buy into that a little bit, right? And so then what that means in return, especially when you have things that are money goals or, you know, like you, you want to manifest money or success or anything along those sort of lines, business or things like that, is that you can get caught up in that energy. And that's definitely something that I had personally done was, was caught, getting caught up in that energy. So then my what I was manifesting was then coming out of a place of fear because I was, I was afraid that there wasn't going to be enough money, you know, so of course I want to manifest more money. And so I'm manic manifesting and I'm like, oh, and then I'm getting all caught up. I'm like, why is it not working? And why is it not happening? And, you know, it was like crazy shit because, you know, I've gotten caught up in that vibe. And, you know, something that, you know, I had learned from, the manifestation babe herself, uh, Catherine Zinkina, is that she was talking about coming from an energy of like, hey, I want this, but I don't need it. Because that's a very powerful fucking energy, right? You know, like, but I think if you were to go one step deeper is, is working at, you know, is learning to love the here and the now. Because I think that the here and the now, I mean, firstly, the here and the now is actually all that is promised to us. It's, the, it's this present moment. And I think a lot of this stress and anxiety sometimes comes around from being so future focused. And I know for me, like, you know, like they, I think they usually say what is like depression comes from uh, being focused on the past. Anxiety comes from being focused on the future. So if you're sort of sitting and looking at that middle ground of the present, then you could just be a lot more, you know, focused on that and a little bit calmer because you're not worrying about things that have happened, things that are going to happen, right? And you could just be in the moment. And I think that that's just a really important lesson to learn. And I see this come up, you know, within my own coaching with my own clients as well, where there is so much angst and you know, like we, you know, there can be so much worry about the past. And these are things that, you know, with the past, we can't fucking change it. Right. The only thing that you can do with the past is learn from it because the past is done. You can't go back. You can't change it. You can't make different decisions. It's done. What's done is done. The only thing that you could do is learn from it. And I see the past causing people so much angst and just holding on to it so much and, and I think that I definitely in my life had been in a place of doing that, you know, in my younger years, I don't, but now with the other place that I find myself and I feel like it's 50, 50 with people where they find themselves is that I find myself so focused on the future that I forget to enjoy the present, but I find myself so focused in the future and that I'm so desperate to get there is that I'm holding that energy as well and is causing me it can cause me that sort of anxiety and that angst and, you know, like, why hasn't it happened? And, you know, anger, bitterness, the whole lot, resentment, like all the feels, man, it can really cause all the feels. So, you know, and I know that that's the journey that I've been on is about learning to love the now, but what I'm realizing through this journey of just how fucking important it is, because like I said, this is the only moment that you have promised to you. So for me, what I've had to learn to do is slow the fuck down. 
you know, actually slow the fuck down so that I can enjoy the moment instead of fleeting to the one thing to the next thing. Because even in a day, I can be like that as well, where I'm like, okay, I've done this. Now I'm going to do this. Now I'm going to do this. Now I'm going to just stop, honey. Fucking stop is exhausting. Stop and enjoy the moment. So how do you enjoy the moment though, if you don't like where you are right now? That's the question, right? And that's probably, that's the tough part. But what I can say is where you are right now, I guess I got some peace and starting to learn that I am exactly where I am meant to be. Like I am here for a reason in this space, in this time right now. And in on this timeline, I'm here for a reason. There's a either a lesson to be learned or, you know, like I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. And I guess one of the big things that I needed to learn to do is to let go of the timeline because the timeline, and I use my little air quotes as I say timeline, is the timeline is just something that we hold on to of what we think it should be. You know, what we're told it should be. You know, you should be married at this age or have children by this age or have a, you know, like how dare you be 40 and not know what it is that you want to do or have a successful career, you know, like it's someone else's timeline, you know, like, and we're, we're all conditioned to believe that we should all be on the same timeline, on the same path. And that's just not the case. It's learning to let go of that and to rewrite your story and go, Hey, I'm on my timeline and I'm exactly where I'm meant to be right here, right now. Like I'm meant to be here. This is meant to be my timeline. And I think that that can really empower you to when you can start letting go of other people's ideas of the timeline of where you're meant to go. And that takes a lot of fucking work. I'm not going to lie. That's not easy. It takes a lot of fucking work because, you know, like it is about rewriting those stories of how it's meant to be because we've been conditioned to believe that's how it's meant to be. And however long you've been believing that's meant to be, that's the amount amount of unlearning that you need to do and the longer that that take, you know, for me, I'm 40. That's 40 years of unlearning I need to do. That takes a lot of time. That takes a lot of journaling, you know, because that's how I sort of deal with things. I, I, I journal and, you know, really start to focus on, hey, this is actually not the case and who does this benefit from this timeline and who said this? And I think that's the biggest thing that has helped me through this stuff is being really curious and asking the question, who said who said it's meant to be this way? Because it's not actually one set of person in stone and said, hey, these are the rules and this is what you've got. No. Because and, and then when you start saying that and you say it out loud and you journal through it, and you work through it, you start to realize how absurd it is because you're like, why am I living my life this way to this certain set of rules that nobody has actually set? Like, what the fuck? You know, you start to realize that. Then I think the next step there is sometimes, you know, like I tell my son this as well and I've, I've coached this as well. I love what I call the five by five rule. It's the five by five rule. And the five by five rule is if, if this problem that you're facing is not going to matter in five years time, then you do not spend more than five minutes worrying about it in the present moment because it's not going to matter. 
and a lot of things, you know, okay, cool. Sometimes there are things that are going to matter in five years time and they deserve that time and that energy to be spent on them. But a lot of the time we sweat the small stuff. You know, we make mountains out of molehills. We sweat the small stuff and we think that the small, and it's just, it's that stuff that just does not matter. Like you won't even remember it in five years time. You might not even remember it in five months time. You might not even remember it in five fucking days time. So why are we wasting time worrying about that stuff? And and I love it because I love when my girls that I coach come back to me and tell me like, I love by the five by five rule. Now I use that all the time and it's such a, an easy rule to be able to use, but it's something that you can implement in your life straight away, which is amazing. But this is one thing I always say to my son is to learn the difference between, you know, kids that like I'm dramatic at the best of times. Don't get me wrong. And I love being a little bit extra and a little bit dramatic. That's who I am. But kids can sometimes, you know, like I just remember being a teenager and everything was so dramatic, right? Because there's so many hormones going on and all this sort of stuff. And sometimes what I can catch my son saying is, oh, I have a shit life or I have a bad life. And he'll say this in reference to one little thing. Like he, for example, he used this yesterday. He said to one of his friends, because he couldn't, because I told him that he couldn't go online because he was having a bit of a fucking attitude, if I'm honest. And, you know, like he was having a bit of, you know, and it's like when he gets a little bit like that, you know that he needs a little less time online. And, you know, and then it sort of rains it all in and I think he starts to put things a little bit more in perspective rather than getting so caught up in these like video games and stuff like that. But, you know, what What he can do is just confuse when somebody, you know, when something doesn't go his way or, you know, something's not right, that that's a bad life. And I think that we can all do that too, that sometimes we think, you know, we might not love exactly where we are, but chances are it's not everything. Chances are it is factors that are that we don't like you know maybe we don't like our job or maybe our health is shit or maybe our you know our relationship's gone to shit or something like that usually it's an element and we need to and and the problem is is that when there is that element it's so you know hard not to focus on that that we lose sight of everything else in our life that is going on that's actually fucking amazing and we really take that for granted because we're so focused on that thing that isn't right we're so focused on that thing that is pulling us down that's making us feel like shit and we're just giving it so much more airtime than what it fucking deserves like and it's not to say like I'm not saying you know don't try you know obviously you need to fix it you know and obviously you do need to feel it as well but you can't let that overtake your whole entire life because then we we misconstrued you know a bad life for a bad day or a bad life for just you know where it's only actually 10% that's actually shit <laughs> you know but the actual not the rest of the 90% is so fucking fantastic but because we're so focused on that 10 10% it starts growing and festering and infecting everything else that's going on in our life and of course when you are you know where focus goes energy flows we know that right where focus goes energy flows so if you've got this life that is 10% shit 
90% great and you're focusing on that 10%, that 10% is going to grow. It is going to grow and it's going to fester and it's going to take over your whole life. And, you know, this is why like practicing gratitude, you know, it may sound so fucking basic, but it is like a, like a fundamental practice that you really need to do because what practice, and you know, the more that you feel shit, the more you need to do it, right? The shittier you feel, the more you need to practice gratitude. All right. And the reason for it is because you need to shift your focus to what is actually great in your life, you know, because there is going to be something, there is going to be something, you know, like maybe you have amazing friends, maybe you have an amazing cup of coffee in your hands right now, maybe you, you know, like you just, you did something amazing this week, you know, you know, I was blessed enough to go kayaking with my husband for his birthday this week on our first little adventure and my god doing something like that for the first time ever you know is is amazing right like in the way that that makes your relationship feel and stuff like that like so but it's not to say that everything is perfect and sunshine and lollipops and rainbows but it is about choosing what it is that you focus on and that is sort of how you learn to love the now and where you're in because you know what wouldn't you know this is what I want to manifest and that would be absolutely amazing but if I was if it didn't happen at least I know that I am like I don't like I want it but I don't need it right and that is sort of you know and that was the principle that Catherine was was teaching, you know, from manifestation base, like, I, I, I want you, but I don't need you. And that is a fucking flex and a half, that vibe, right? Because then it's sort of, you know, because you can, it helps you to be able to let go and not come from that, you know, that's how you sort of bypass that energy of coming at your stuff, what you want to manifest with desperation and fear and scarcity, because you work out, you know, you learn to love where it is that you are right here, right now. And then that stuff is the icing on the cake. And when you come at it with that sort of energy, and then you're like, you know, and you just, and enables you to then able to go, well, it's going to happen anyway. So I might as well enjoy where I am right here, right now, before it comes along, because it's on its way. Shit's about to change when it gets here. <laughs> so, you know, like you can't, I don't know, like, it's just the same sort of principle of, as I've said before about you can't put your life on hold for shit, you know, waiting for the timing to be perfect, you know, waiting to be skinny enough to, to go to the beach with your kids in your swimsuit because, you know, like, you think about all that time, you could miss out, <laughs> you could literally miss out on those memories and those opportunities and that that time of your life because you're waiting for something better you can't spend your life waiting you need to spend your life living and I think that is just like a huge energy you know I've seen people who don't you know I don't know don't want children because the timing's not right and we don't like where the world is at the moment 
okay. <laughs> like, okay, but then what happens if you, you know, like you get to 50 and, and you don't have children and you really want it, like deep down you actually really wanted them and the timing was never right and then it's just too late. You know, and it's not to say that I feel that everybody should have children because that's not what I'm saying at all because there's some people out there who don't want to have children and that's totally, totally fine. But if you're sitting there sort of wanting children but waiting for the time to be right or you know all the fucking planets to align and stuff like that the timing will never be perfect you know it's like you'll never it's the same with going to the beach with your kids in your swimsuit like you know it's just this is so much that you can miss out on and that's I think you know when we are so future focused and I know that I have been so guilty of this is that I don't stop to enjoy the moment. I do now. Like I, and, and for me, like I said earlier, like I just need to slow the fuck down. I need to slow the fuck down. And that means, and it means like slowing the fuck down in my business as well. Because I'm so, I can get so focused on what it is that I want that, you know, I'm not taking the moment to enjoy, you know, to be here right now. Like, and make them like I'm in this creation process. This is amazing. You know, I'm in this growth phase and someday I'm gonna look back and I just I wanna know that I have enjoyed the moment. And that's just I guess, you know, what I'm encouraging you to do because really, as I said, that energy of either desperation or anxiety or fear or de- you know, or scarcity or just being so desperate to get to the end, you're going to miss out on so much of life in the here and now and you're also you know you're holding up your manifestation process as well you're, you're putting a pause on it you're holding it up because you're just coming at it from that wrong energy that you know like you're not attracting what it is that you want and, and in reality is it's sort of it's counterproductive. It's working in reverse because you're then attracting more things of what you don't want, because you are getting more things to be afraid of, more things to feel scarce about, more things to feel, you know, desperate about. So, and that's what the energy, you know, the universe will pick up on that energy, and that is what it's going to send you instead of what it is that you're manifesting. So, you know, change that focus that little bit. You know, remember, it's it could be a ba- it's a bad day, not a bad life. You know, maybe there's just like there's a aspect in your life or a couple of aspects in your life that are shit, but it's not your whole life that's shit. So how about let's shift the focus to the good stuff, and you know, and like we've got to get out of the pity party a little bit. Yeah, I said it, the pity party, because sometimes we get there. We're gonna move from the pity party and look at. You know, because look, let's be honest, when you are in a pity party, you are getting something out of it. If that's, you know, and, and same with when you're not having getting what you want, like you get something by being there, you know, whether that's staying in your comfort zone or not having to risk failing or looking silly or what, you know, there is actually something that you get from being out there, whether you want to admit it or not. So if we shift from that out of the pity party, and we just throw a fucking party for life and everything that is going on great in our life when we focus on that, then we're going to change that energy. And just remember, like, you can want it, but you don't need it because you've learned to love where you are now. And that's, you know, you know, when I talk about, and I've talked about in previous episodes about cultivating 
environments where you thrive because if you cultivate an environment where you can thrive right here, right now, you know, this is about the five rules of self-love as well, about doing more of what you love and less of what you don't. You do that in the here and the now. You do more of what you love now, right? This is all the same principle. This all links back. And this is how we learn to love the now. All right, gorgeous. My one thing, you know what my one thing is. I'm finishing every episode like this now. Share this episode. Share it on social media. Share it with a friend. Share it with your mum. Share it with your aunties. Share it with your sister. Share it with your daughter. Whoever it may be. Because we, we as a team, as a group, we're here to change the world one woman at a time. And the way that we do that is by empowering them. And learning stuff like this is empowering them. You might not realize that something so small has the ability to change the world. All right, so let's do that together. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for supporting the Kiss My Crown podcast. You want to keep in touch or up to date with all things Queen Creations? Make sure you head over to the website of www.queencreationsdesign.com. It is your one stop shop for everything to do with Queen Creations.